Hey. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Okay, today we're doing reacting to Am I a Bad Person story and um two a couple of them are bad people and we're gonna guess we're you're gonna guess because I know. You're gonna guess okay. what the people like labeled it. Okay. Okay, so am I a bad person for refusing to attend apology dinner after my mother in law called me a bad mother at my son's funeral? Do you no. think this Okay. Here's the story. I lost my son to congenital heart disease and he did not survive the open heart surgery at the age of one year and six months. He was the greatest blessing I had in my life. Everyone kept telling me things will be time. I know that no matter how much time goes by, I'll still be missing my baby and everything sweet about him. Mother-in-law and I were in constant conflict. Things always been bad between us, but in those months we reached our limits. She kept getting involved in my son's treatment and criticized every decision I made, claiming I didn't know how to handle my son's illness. We went low contact, but she kept causing issues occasionally. My husband was torn between our son's illness and his mother's issues. What a great start to the story. When my son passed, she came to the funeral and caused a scene by arguing with me, knowing I had no energy for it. She used the fact that everyone was there so she could say it was my fault that my son was born sick and I didn't take care of him properly. But I didn't listen to her when suggested other ways to treat his condition and that I was the one who took a grandchild away from them and caused them heartache. She loudly called me a bad mother. I had no idea how I kept my composure and kept standing on both feet. My mother and my mom and sisters responded by telling her to leave. My husband was sitting there crying and she went to tell everyone I kicked her out as a way to hurt her further and lie that I convinced my husband to ban her from visiting her grandson's grave. My husband later sent his side of the family an email talking about my mother-in-law's behavior during and after our son's illness and telling them he no longer will be seeing her. That the fa- that had the family criticized her mother-in-law was just trying to do what was best. Sorry. <coughs> oh my gosh. This story is just taking a turn for the worst. Yeah, it really is. Was best for her grandbaby and called us selfish for assuming we're the only ones struggling with this tragedy. We haven't seen his mom in one year and eight months. I'm not three years pregnant. No one knew, only my sister-in-law, but word got out. Though we told her not to say anything, a week later I had family members saying I was invited to a dinner hosted by my mother-in-law so she could both apologize in front of the whole family and settle the issue before the baby was born. It's a little late for this apology. It's been a year. Yeah. They said mother-in-law was regretful and offered to financially provide for her grandbaby and they want to see that. I refused but my husband surprisingly wants me to go. I had his grandparents call me Telling that I'm a person with a good heart and forgiveness. Something I'm capable of giving. I told them I'll never be sitting at the same table with the person who called me a bad mother at my child's funeral. I still remember remember it vividly to this day. My sister said this change of heart from mother-in-law is probably for the new baby. It could be insisted I won't come. They're saying I'm making it hard for everyone to move on and pass this unresolved pain. 
and should really go. Wow. Wow. I feel like the family's on the mother-in-law side, like, for no reason. I feel like it's probably the mother-in-law making them be on their her side, because she's, like, a little crazy. Yeah. And you were I right. I do not think that this woman is a bad person for not going to the apology dinner. Yeah, so the label on the story was not a bad person, which is kind of obvious. Yeah. I would okay. do the exact same thing, honestly. Yeah, I would be, like, so mad. Am I a bad person for telling my mother-in-law it's weird that she thinks she gets a say on things relating to my daughter? Mm, No. Yeah. That's what I was thinking when I first read this story. Yeah. My mother-in-law is mostly a person who is easy to get along with, but for some reason lady has snapped after we announced that I'm pregnant. We let her get out of all her... Get out but didn't really encourage it. She kept doing this weird thing where she refers to the baby as her baby. If I can be honest, I'm sure it'll change as time goes on, but I find the whole thing rather boring. Congrats, someone who I just happened to marry. Oh, congrats. I'm like, she's pregnant now. It's really not that exciting or interesting. I cannot relate to women who never shut up about it. It's like the only thing anyone ever wants to do is talk to me about it. When you're older, because I know we're both like 12, 13 right now. When you're yeah. older, are you going to be one of those that non-stop talks about their pregnancy or is just like, I'm not like, leave me alone about it. It's too many questions. I don't know. I think I'm going to be somewhere in the middle. Because yeah, I, gonna... I think I'm going to be very complainy, which I don't want to be, but <laughs> I think I might be. But I don't want to be talking about it all the time. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want to draw attention to it, you know? Yeah, I'm going to be complaining, but I don't think I'll be, like, start a conversation like, hey, I'm pregnant. Like, I'm not going to start a conversation that way. Anyways, mother-in-law was over a few weeks ago and started talking names. She told me to give her a list, and she'd go through and let us know which one she liked or didn't like. Um, yeah, um, no, it's our child. That's kind of weird, though. Like, why would you say that it's your child? Yeah, I know. Like, you have, like, nothing to do with it, basically, until the baby's born. Yeah. And then you're basically just related. It's nothing more than that. That's kind of weird and a little bit creepy, honestly. Yeah. I asked her why that was necessary, and she said, oh, you know, just making sure we're on the same page. I asked for care clarification to that why we'd need to be on the same page and she started getting a bit cagey about it oh you know just one of those things gotta make sure everyone's on board with the name at that point i cleared my throat and said very kindly but firmly there's no reason for anyone else to be on board with the names we've chosen she got a bit upset after that and said well it's my grandchild my baby she i can I, i can see her point about like like yeah like it's my grandchild Actually, my cousin, um, her mom is pregnant right now. The baby's going to be born in, like, two weeks, and we're really excited. We both really wanted to be involved with the name, but obviously it's not our baby, so it's not like we could decide that much. I think it's, like, they can discuss it and be like, 
this is gonna be like this is our name list but i don't think it's like yeah like i think you should like talk to the other people about it because you don't want to pick like a name that everybody else hates or something yeah like let's say they randomly hate the name but yeah like let's say that um your grandparents hated the name reese (laughs) i don't know (laughs) yeah your parents wouldn't have named you reese yeah because they wanted their yeah but the girl like I think it went, like, I think I understand her point, but I think it went a little bit too far when she said, well, it's my grandchild, my baby. I think she yeah, kind of left I agree. off the, the my baby part. Yeah. But, like, I agree. it's, like, her. not your baby, per se. Yeah. Okay. I said, no, she's not your baby. Grandchild, yes, but you don't think you get, but you don't think you get anything involving her, do you? Like, you don't think you get any say in her name, how she's raised, but involving her. Do you like you don't think you get a say in her name? How, or, oh, I read that again. What school she goes to, how she dresses, any of it, right? You know, you're not the parent here, right? Well, she blew up, calling me ungrateful for what? You aren't doing anything. Snobby, snooty, the entire she bang. I got up and said I was bored with this conversation and went to the backyard to go read in the sun while she. I turned away to my husband about how I'm stealing all the joy from her and that I don't get it and that I don't get that grandma is wait I think I read that on and that don't I get that grandma is most important role she'll ever play Ooh, she's a savage <laughs> she is entitled that's that's she what is, I get though. vibes that's what I get vibes from her she's like one of those entitled petty grandmas yeah my husband yeah my husband told her to knock off the theatrics and go home now she's going all over social media playing up what a victim she is i guess now we're keeping her baby away which isn't true the little baby still hasn't been born yet i had so much pushback from family telling us we need to get over it and maybe accept that grandma's going to be around and that yeah Maybe she should get a say in some things after all, it's her grandchild. I'm at a loss here. Maybe this is some weird cultural thing. We're in Southwest U.S. Everyone in some mixed blend of white, no religious stuff other than the usual fake Catholic CNE stuff. I don't know what fake Catholic means. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, we'll leave that at that. And then she came and added, well, this was a was certainly a post. I'm glad I'm generally not the bad person. The sexist claims that I'm getting trying to be edgy and not like other girls are honestly depressing. I don't expect to get so upset because a woman would not dare thinking having a baby is the most OMG, sacred, beautiful, loving thing or whatever. I hope those of you who's like, who think it's like not like other girls think can maybe get more out there and explore what different women are actually like and not just ones in your immediate lives women come in all shapes and sizes, attitudes and personalities being one is not a, i have no idea how to say that word it's fine holy though is not a condemnation of how other women are being bored by childbirth and all that isn't a condemnation for those who think it's a big deal or a miracle swearing and being a and being inappropriate, being edgy, or try-hard is such a very Reddit thing to say about a woman who doesn't behave the way you think she should. 
Okay. That was a weird story. I see some points of view of the grandmother, but then I also see the, like, actual mother to a child view. Yeah. Like, I get that you do want to be, like, involved in, like, the baby. Because it is your grandchild. But you don't get to decide everything because it's not your child. Yeah, it's not like... Yeah. That grandmother was just acting weird. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you were right. It was a not a bad person labeled story. Mother-in-law's stories right now are, like, so crazy, though. That's how- when I was looking up stories for this, this was the thing that popped up most on the Am I a Bad Person like, search. Okay. I'm going to do, like, two more, I think. Yeah. Because this is, like, already... These are really interesting and juicy. I know. Okay, this one is, am I a bad person for calling out my kid's future stepmom for treating me like a surrogate? Hmm. I don't know. Okay. This one's actually kind of long. I did not notice that. Wait, hold on. What's a surrogate again? I'm Googling it. It's, like, it's when, like... A girl can't get pregnant, so they have somebody else, like, get pregnant, and they're basically paid to have the baby for them. Okay, can, can you read that again? Okay, well, this isn't reading it. This is just, like, my definition of it. But, like, when a girl can't get pregnant, they normally get a surrogate who carries the baby for nine months and then gives birth, and then it's the family's baby then. So they're basically just, like... And they get paid. Like, I didn't know that, but they get paid for this. That's a little weird. Yeah. But what, what was the question again? It was, like, am I calling out my mother? Calling out my future stepmom, my kid's future stepmom for treating me like a surrogate. Do you have a, if you don't have hmm. a side to it, then you can decide after. Yeah, I'm going to decide after. Okay. I, 29 female, dated a guy, Joe, 30 male, for three months before he left me to go back with his ex, Kim, 30 female. Right after we broke up, I found out I was pregnant, and now I'm 24 weeks. I let him know, and he was ecstatic. Turns out his girlfriend had fertility issues and would likely never be able to get pregnant naturally, and he always wanted to be a father. Getting back together was out of the question for both of us, so he's still with his girlfriend. Joe was only allowed at the initial appointment because of COVID-19, and we found out I was having twins. According to Joe, he told Kim she had a mental breakdown about her infertility and wanted to talk to me. I met them at their house, and Kim stated that she wanted to be involved in my pregnancy because she would eventually be the children's stepmother. She started telling me that I need to do a home birth, that I need to do formula feeds so that they could have the baby the babies half of the week that she wanted one boy and one girl which they can't control that yeah like that's being obsessive about it yeah and that she wanted the kid to call her mama since they would be calling me mommy i shut her down and said i would make the best choices for my children and my body body and left you go girl Yes. She shouldn't get a say because it's not her pregnancy, like, at all. I understand she can't get pregnant, yeah. but, like, like, it's... 
not your choice. And why the home birth thing? Because I've heard there's a lot of like, um, like issues with that. Like a lot of um, yeah. All my cousins risks. were born at home, and like all all of them turned out fine, of course. And same with like some like I think my ba- I think my dad was born at home too. But know, it's I'm a little bit saying, more. I've heard about yeah. I and know. how does that change the baby itself? Like, why does that even matter? Yeah, she can make that the much. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing to have a home birth because I have no idea. I'm like 12. Yeah, so same. But like, I'm just saying, I've heard from like TV shows and stuff that it's more risky. Yeah, but you just good at you for you know sticking up for yourself. Kim yeah. continued to be overbearing and texting me every day about my eating habits, exercise habits, and complaining about her how her job would let her take maternity leave. Well, it's not why. your pregnancy. Why would you need a maternity leave? Exactly. And you're not it's not like you're gonna be taking care of it, so like you need like a day off if you wanna go see the like birth or whatever, which I guess they can't because of COVID, but like one day off, not an entire maternity leave. Yeah. At the virtual genetics counseling appointment, she attended instead of Joe and took up the whole meeting trying to talk about her family history, which wasn't relevant. Exactly, because she has no part in it. Yeah. Like, it's not your genes. Yeah, like, we It's not your DNA. Yeah, like, we talked about Miss Cromie's cause. It's half of the dads, half of the moms. There's nothing about Kim. Yeah. Seriously. When it came for my 20-week level 2 scan, they allowed me one guest, and Joe suggested I take Kim instead of him, which I refused to do. Well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't want that woman there either. <laughs> I don't think anybody would. Exactly. Joe did end up coming, and he found out the gender because I wanted to keep it a surprise for me so we could throw a gender reveal party. Oh, okay. I love gender reveal parties because they're, like, fun. Yes. And all the colors are really cool. Yeah. I put a pregnancy announcement on my social media, and then she put up an announcement saying they were expecting twins the non-traditional way and how blessed she was. She's referring to she's not the one giving the birth. That it's somebody else. Oh my gosh. I was irritated, but I kept my mouth shut. She threw a gender reveal party and posted it on social media. I wasn't even invited. She also announced that she's having a baby shower. And I commented on her post and told her to stop treating me like a surrogate. And that the kids weren't hers and that Joe didn't have. And that Joe didn't have any claim or custody of the kids until they were born. I called Joe and reiterated all of this, and I stated that I would not be seeing either of them until we went to family court and to say that my mother would be my birthing partner. He and Kim and some other friends and family are saying that I a bad person, and her mother even called my sister. I gave her one of my babies. Like, this is a parent. It's a parent trap. No, she's not a bad person. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's... It's not Kim's baby yet. Yeah. And if, if um, I don't actually know, like, the girl's name, but if she decided to keep both of the kids, she's actually, like, allowed to do that legally. Yeah, because... Personally, I, I would do that, but maybe she, like, doesn't have time for them or something. Okay, you are correct. 
is not a person. Not a person. Oh, not a bad person. <laughs> he is a person. <laughs> okay. This one was so confusing to me because you'll see, like, in the story, you'll see. Okay. I'm a little bit scared. <laughs> Am I the bad person for refusing to pay my sister's pet medical fees? Hmm. I think it kind of depends, like, on the whole situation. I'll need to hear the story. Okay. My sister, 22, unemployed, the severe introvert, never really made many friends, and she's extremely socially awkward and seemed kind of depressed most times. She lives with her mom and dad and gets by doing housework and around the house while getting in the lap dad. She ends up saving up her allowance for a couple of years to finally have enough to buy herself a dog. Why doesn't she save that allowance to get her own house? I don't know. Well, it, we don't know how old she is. Maybe she's only like 15 or so. No, the sister is 22. Oh, the yeah, I forgot. Yeah, the one that's, yeah, she's 22 getting an allowance. Then I did not know. It's been about two years since she had her dog. I visit home every now and then to see the family. I was having of leaving my room door open, so whenever I visited, my sister would firmly remind me to leave my door room or my room door closed. This all began one year ago. Her pup came into my room to chew on my underwear. Okay, that is what? She kindly stated to me, "Please leave your door closed." Barbara went in there and was chewing on your underwear when I went to go pee. Ever since then, I would forget to close the room from time to time. When I visited, and she'd have to remind me. Okay, that's weird. I always leave my door closed because I don't like my brother getting into my room. I brought yeah. My... Okay, so this is a boy, and it's the sister. Yeah, it's a boy. I brought my new girlfriend over to visit the family, and she and I stayed over for one night. Had to leave for work in the morning. So I left my girlfriend alone in the family house while I was gone. Mom and Dad were out shopping and having a date. I get a call from my sister saying her dog ate some milk chocolate in my room. Hershey's Kisses to be specific. I stupidly asked how the dog got in since I remember closing the door. She snapped back. Obviously, your dumb girlfriend left it open. Bongo went in while I was doing the laundry. Oh, my gosh. Um, so technically, it's not his fault. It's his girlfriend's fault. Technically. Technically. But also, don't call your brother's girlfriend dumb. Just don't. Because, like, it's an easy thing to leave the door open when you, like... And this girl hasn't even been in the house before, so she didn't know. Yeah. I told her I'd call her back since I was in a meeting, and she let... She let me have it and started shouting and yelling at me. I come back and just Bongo had black powder on his face along both of his sides swelling. I think to myself, what the heck happened? I see my sis in the corner and my girlfriend on the other corner. Very tense atmosphere. I asked my sis calmly what happened. She said, I brushed Bongo to the bed. They forced him to eat chalk and shoved water pouches in his side for some reason. It cost me $900. I didn't say anything back and just grabbed my girlfriend's hand and drove back home. 
I'm confused. What happened to the dog again? He ate the milk chocolate out of the brother's room. I heard something about chalk. Um, what? I think I think it's wait. I'm looking it up. I wonder if it's something to do with like. Um, I don't, it's not coming. Um, it's not coming up because give, to make them, oh, it might make them, because it tastes bad, it might make them vomit out the chocolate, it says. Oh, yeah. So it's like a tasting thing in milk, you can have. Yeah, that's a smart idea. Yeah. I also looked into this a bit more. Apparently, a tiny bit of milk chocolate would have been zero harm to the dog the size of Bongo. My sis overreacted. So it sounds like he only ate, like, one Hershey Kiss thing. That's really tiny. Yeah, and he's a big dog because, like, I know that a big dog can, like, have more chocolate or more, like, nuts or whatever stuff that'll hurt dogs. Because it takes it, because it spreads it out more, so it doesn't hurt them. Yeah. yeah. I get a call back two days later with my sister saying, so Bongo is all better. I'm going to have a bit of trouble paying this. I told mom and dad I pay for all the pet fees, so can you help me pay this a little bit? I told her it's not my fault. She shouldn't have left the chocolate out. Also, you need to spend all that money. If you didn't need, oh, you didn't need to spend that all that money, Mongo would have been fine. We then got into a huge argument over the phone, ultimately with me not helping her pay any of the cost. Am I a bad person? No. Oh, well, okay. I feel like um, he could have paid like part of it, because technically the dog did eat his chocolate, but. It also wasn't his fault, so she, so he didn't have to pay for all of it, in my opinion. That's another thing that was so confusing to me in the story, because it said, it's not my fault, she shouldn't have left the chocolate out. So it sounds like the, the girl did it, but at the same time, it sounds like the boy did it in the story, you know what I mean? Because it says, say the dog yeah. ate some milk chocolate in my room. Yeah, so there's, like, two contradicting things in there. Yeah, I'm a little confused. Yeah, this story was so confusing, but... So, do you vote bad person or not a bad person? Mm. I honestly don't know. Okay, well, it was, like, people voted for it to be a bad, like, it's labeled bad person. So I guess a lot of people, I guess, were also confused and thought that it was his chocolate left out. I guess that's my thinking to it. Yeah. It was his chocolate, and people thought that, so. Okay, well, that's all stories will do for this episode. Um, oh, yeah, this is Ruth. I forgot to mention that from <laughs> Daisy's 
how do you say that second like i don't know how to say and... daisies and dopamine yeah okay so go subscribe follow i don't know how that works subscribe yeah. follow to their podcast they do like real life stuff not so yeah yeah okay. my cousin's not here by the way Wait, okay. did you even introduce did you even introduce yourself? Oh yeah, I'm Reese and I'm the like owner of the podcast and every week there will be new people coming and we'll be reviewing stories, just not technically the ones that I did today with like am I a bad person, but just reacting to stories. I haven't decided yeah. the day to start posting, but we'll figure that out later. Yeah, subscribe to her podcast. It's going to rock. And, yeah. (laughs) Okay, we'll see you, or I'll see you at least next episode. Bye. Bye.